Welcome to another podcast by InsideCarolina.com, the independent voice of UNC sports. Your home for Tar Heel football, basketball, and recruiting. And Jonathan Siegley here with Don Callahan for the Inside Carolina Weekly Football Recruiting Podcast. Don, the question that I'm sure is on everybody's mind at this point is, is there any news on the Dax Holyfield recruitment? He had the big official visit last week to Carolina. This week had his official visit at Virginia Tech. Every Carolina fan knows how that game went. But at this point, is there anything that you're hearing about how that visit went or how it might have impacted his recruitment? Well, I think the main thing is is anybody who's been following Dax's recruitment knows that ev- after every visit is always a positive experience for him, more than most recruits, actually. I mean, every recruit, every visit is is, is a positive experience. But I haven't spoken personally to Dax. I haven't seen any reports out that have personally spoken to Dax, but you know, I would imagine Dax had a pretty good time this past weekend. Hopefully, Carolina can stay in this one to the end, and we'll see where we're at as he continues to take some more visits later on in the year. And then as far as other recruits Carolina is still pursuing, UNC has the home game this weekend against Miami. Does Carolina have any official visitors coming in for this one, Don? They do. Originally, it was only going to be one. It was going to be Nick Fullwilder, who's a defensive end from Georgia who actually visited North Carolina unofficially during the uh, summer and made his top six list that was announced just coming out of the summertime. But then Deami Brown's official visit was moved up to this weekend, primarily because he's an early enrollee and he originally was going to take his official visit the weekend of December 15th. He was selected to the Shrine Bowl. The Shrine Bowl is on December 16th. And so the staff tried to move a lot of those official visits to the prior weekend, but that didn't work for Diami's schedule. So he's visiting this weekend. It really is kind of a formality for him because he said from from the get-go that he's firm to Carolina, doesn't plan on visiting anywhere else, and fully intends on enrolling at UNC in January after he graduates from West Mech in December. Oh, so he's planning to be another one of the early enrollees. Yeah, yeah. So right now, North Carolina has four. They hope to bump that number up with a couple of commitments in the next you know, couple of months. But obviously, he's a four-star wide receiver. So you know anybody who's watched North Carolina play this season, they probably have the opinion that North Carolina needs some help at the wide receiver position, get some people who can consistently catch the ball. And, and he's a kid who definitely can do that. And he also has... Some, some track speed to, to go along with those short hands. Just real quick, Don, who are the other three early enrollees at this point? Peyton Wilson, who is a linebacker from Orange High School, who we spoke to last week. Jace Reuter, who we'll have on our show later on. He's a quarterback from Kansas. And Bryson Richardson, who is a defensive back from Georgia. Those four right now are the tentative group that plan on enrolling early in North Carolina. But as I said, North Carolina hopes to kind of expand that group a little bit with some additional commitments. And then some of those potential commitments you talked about on the Inside Carolina Tarpet Premium Message Boards just ran some stories on Lance Ture. Am I mm-hmm. saying it correctly? Correct, yes. And then Chris Blight? Bleich. Bleich. All right. One or two, I'll take it. 
So those are two names that UNC fans might not be all that familiar with. So just give us a quick rundown. I see here that at least for Lance, he's a defensive end out of New Jersey. So I'd imagine Rutgers is probably a, another big-time player in his recruitment at this point. Yeah, when I spoke to him, he really, other than saying that he had a really high interest in North Carolina, he actually said that you know North Carolina was close to his heart. He wasn't willing to kind of list any favorites, but his older brother actually plays at Rutgers. And I asked him, obviously, just what sort of impact that would that have on his recruitment and his college decision. And he tried to downplay it as much as possible, kind of pointing to the fact that his brother's a senior and will obviously be graduated by the time he enrolls. And the fact that he really wants to kind of blaze his own trail with his football career. And and if that's your goal, then the last thing you want to do is is go to the same school that your brother went to. The second guy you mentioned is actually a guy who could potentially expand that list of early enrollees, Chris Bleich, who's an offensive lineman out of Pennsylvania. He was actually committed to Penn State for over a year, decommitted from Penn State. And once he decommitted, then a bunch of new offers kind of came in. UNC was one of them, but he wasn't able to visit North Carolina before he actually visited UCLA and he actually committed to UCLA. And then obviously UCLA's season isn't going as they had anticipated. So there's a lot of rumors on, on the stability and what's going to happen there. So he's kind of looking around and, and one of the schools that he's been talking to the last few months has been North Carolina. So he plans on officially visiting North Carolina. Well, Bleich definitely has the size to, I think, be a factor on the offensive line, 6'6", 305. So it'll be interesting to see how his recruitment ends up panning out. And we'll go ahead and take our break now. Don, you mentioned earlier that we are going to talk with Jace Reuter. So for everyone listening, he is going to call in and we'll get him on the podcast on the second half of this one. So stay tuned and we'll see you guys on the other side. Some brands offer you low finance or cashback or servicing. Renault don't do ors. We do ands. The Renault Kajar with 1.91% APR and €1,000 cashback and three years servicing, saving you thousands. Renault, the brand with the ands. Visit your local Renault dealer. Finance is made under a higher purchase agreement. Terms and conditions apply. Deposit required subject to lending criteria. See Renault.ie. And we are back. John Sigley and Don Callahan here. And as we mentioned before we went to break, we are now joined by Jace Reuter, UNC's quarterback commitment out of Kansas. And Jace, just wanted to say thanks a lot for taking the time to come on the podcast with us, man. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me. Yeah, and for those who maybe don't follow UNC football recruiting as closely as others or don't subscribe to Inside Carolina, aren't familiar with Jace. He's a quarterback out of Norton, Kansas. And both Scout.com and 24-7 Sports rank him within the top 15 dual-threat quarterbacks in the nation, committed to UNC in June. Jace, you know, to me, the most unique aspect of your recruitment is actually your location. Can you kind of describe where you live and how that affected your recruitment? 
Yeah, so I live in a small town called Norton, Kansas. We're in the northwest corner of the state. And just to kind of put it in perspective, we are four and a half hours from the nearest airport, which is Denver. So just to kind of get out of here is kind of a hassle. And that has played a, a role in my recruitment. Early on, I wasn't able to get to get to camps that some other kids would be able to as easily. But, you know, going into my junior year, we made sure to make that happen. And so, you know, I definitely traveled quite a bit my junior year summer, but the past year has definitely slowed down a little bit with the recruitment kind of coming to me. Um, coaches this past spring, in order to come and visit me, had to fly in either privately to our small airport in town or had to fly to one of the major airports and drive four and a half hours to get to me. Hey, at least it shows dedication if they're willing to, I guess, go that far, right? That That's right. That's exactly right. And Jace, how big is Norton? It has 3,000 people. You're the furthest commit that UNC has in terms of distance from campus right now. Does that impact how you communicate with the other commitments, or do you guys do you still try to keep in contact with them as much as you can? Yeah, we all definitely you know, keep in contact with each other as much as possible. I'm sure the guys that are able to be there every Saturday are probably have a closer relationship than, than I do. But, you know, that just makes sense with them being close to each other and, you know, distance-wise. But, you know, we all we all catch up in our group chats and, and whatnot. So, you know, being far from campus is definitely plays a role in that, but, but not as large of a role as you would think. Now, Jace, you came out of the spring with new offers from Florida State, Georgia, and North Carolina, and then you took back-to-back-to-back visits in June to those three schools and ended up committing to North Carolina before you ended the North Carolina visit, which was the last visit. What was it about those visits that you kind of took to kind of help you make that decision? Right. So, you know, the original plan was to go to those three schools, and if I wasn't committed by the end of the trip, then take another trip, you know, and hit Ole Miss, Penn State, Baylor, possibly Indiana, you know, just some of those other schools that that had offered me prior to. But I was in Chapel Hill for three or four days, and it it gave me a really good feel of the city, of the coaches, of the players, and just kind of what North Carolina is all about. And, And that was very comforting to me, being this far from home. And that played a very large role in my commitment and just being comfortable with the school, with with the city, and with the coaches. And you recently returned to UNC a couple weeks ago for the Notre Dame game. And it was around that same time, though, that UNC's second quarterback in the class, Tyler Shook, decommitted. What was your overall take on that situation where he decided to ultimately decommit and then select Oregon? You know, honestly, that, that doesn't play a, a very big part in me. Tyler actually committed before me, uh, a week before me, and that had no effect on my decision at all. You know, I know that wherever I'm at, I'm going to have to compete, whether it be against older guys or the guys that are the same age as me. And I, and I wasn't scared to compete at all. Tyler's got to do what he has to do. And, you know, he said that going to Oregon was, was better for him. So, you know, I wish Tyler good luck. But, you know, either way, I'm going to compete with whoever comes in. Is the staff, have they told you if they're still recruiting another quarterback for this class? Yeah, they would like to, just to have, keep numbers up in in the room. But, you know, with the the timetable, that could possibly be tough. But they plan on recruiting another quarterback, yes. 
have you heard any names on who some potential prospects are at that quarterback position, Jace? I haven't heard any specific names. They're, they're just kind of starting to get to that part of the process. Coach Heckendorf told me that he'd keep me updated, and I would be the first to know just, you know, to keep me involved in that process. And, and you know, he has communicated with me that they have to recruit another quarterback just to keep the numbers up for when we go into next season. But he hasn't, you know, had any specific names. Now, Jace, the question I always get about you is the quality of your competition, you know, particularly because when a UNC fan views your film, they aren't familiar with Kansas high school football. So it's, you know, it's hard for them to kind of judge just how good you truly are based off of who you're playing on a Friday night. So can you kind of describe just the level of competition you play on any given Friday night? Yeah, you know, it varies from Friday to Friday. Obviously, we don't have the competition that you're going to have in Texas or Southern California or Florida or in some of those bigger football states, but we definitely have you know, tough kids. I think that that's one thing that Kansas doesn't have enough credit for is the toughness of the kids, especially in my part of the state. They're, you know, the kids, they're born and raised where they're taught to work hard and to not stop working hard until they achieve their goal. Therefore, that creates a pretty tough mindset in all of the kids up here. And so, you know, we don't have as many kids to choose from when it comes to my teammates or opposing teams. But there's definitely a toughness level that that is probably pretty high. And that kind of goes into my next question, because there's two characteristics about you that kind of stand out to me. And one is I kind of feel like you have a chip on your shoulder. Am I reading that correctly? Yeah, you're 100% correct. (laughs) Where do you think that kind of comes from? You know, the chip on the shoulder just comes from, you know, early on. You know, I, I know a lot of schools possibly overlooked me, you know, just real early on. Probably not as many as I think, but, you know, I've earned that respect from numerous schools around the country. So the, the chip on the shoulder doesn't necessarily come from, you know, being under-recruited because I don't think I was ever under-recruited. I ended up with close to 20 offers, so I don't think that's under-recruited at all. But the chip on the shoulder comes from people thinking that I don't have a high enough level of competition and that I might just be a hoax. You know, that's all just, a you know, more for me, more motivation for me. And that's one thing that, that I use very well, in my own opinion, is, you know, if someone's going to underlook me, I'll just prove to them what I can do. Yeah, the second characteristic that really kind of stood out to me about you is just your athleticism. Everybody knows, obviously, you're a quarterback because that's the position that you're listed on all the, the websites and everything. But you you actually have four interceptions while playing safety. You handle punts where you're averaging 40 yards a punt. You handle kickoffs. And I, I read also something somewhere about that, that you also excel in track. Can you kind of give us a background of just your athletic history, so to speak? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so like I said, small town. Uh, we get the opportunity, which I think is really cool, to play all sports. So growing up, I've been very actively involved in football, basketball, track, and baseball. I cut baseball out going into high school so I because that was strictly during the summer. And so I cut that out just so I was able to focus on you know, I'm playing football more. And so throughout high school, you know, I played football. And like you said, I, I punt, I kick, I play free safety, I play quarterback and kind of do whatever the team needs me to do. And then in basketball, I was in, I think, all state this past season. And we've had a real good team the past few years in basketball. And then in track, I ran the four by four, the four by one, the 300 hurdles and the 110 meter hurdles and through discus. 
And then my junior year, we won state as a team. And then my sophomore year, we won state as a team. My junior year, I won the state championship in the 300 hurdles and then placed second in the discus, 4x1 and 4x4. So just growing up, you know, I always had that that the opportunity to play all the sports, which helped a lot with athleticism and, and just a wide range of skills that I, that I possess. Jace, the next question I have for you is UNC's starter for most of this season, Chaz Surratt. He's a redshirt freshman, so he obviously has some years of eligibility left. But given how Carolina is struggling this year on offense and that you are an early enrollee, have the UNC coaches talked to you about when they expect you to be competing for playing time? Yeah, they, you know, they, they expect me to come in right away and compete. You know, we all had to see it, but, you know, they haven't been winning a ton of games. And a lot of that is due to all the injuries that they've had to go through, which is, is not a good thing. But, you know, because of that, the incoming freshmen, you know, my class, we're expected to come in and compete right away. And that's exactly what myself and, and the rest of our class is going to do. We're all excited to get in there and compete and, and start to earn our playing time. And you mentioned earlier about how you had that chip on your shoulder and that you expected to come in and compete. So what is your mentality then going to be when you arrive on campus later on in this year? The mentality that that I'm going to have to go, that I will have to take in come January is just the drive to just learn quickly. You know, obviously there's going to be a lot lot for me to learn. The offense that we run here here at my high school is we run the ball a lot more than we pass. and, And when we throw the ball, it's, you know, there's not a ton of progression-based stuff. So it's going to be a, a great learning period for me, which is, I, which is what I'm really excited about. So when I come in, I'm just going to have to have the mentality that it's got to be a quick learning process and I'm going to have to work extremely hard day in and day out to get to where I want to be. Now, Jace, I know that, like John mentioned earlier, you're the furthest recruit from campus. But have you been doing any recruiting yourself for this class? Yeah, Coach gives us a list of prospects or we can, you know, follow them on social media and then we'll we'll go here and there and, and just shoot them a text, you know, hoping that they choose Carolina because, you know, we want to build up the class as good as we can and so that we can kind of have that, that class that comes in and, and just competes from the very get-go and, you know, create something very special at Carolina. What are some of the recruits that you might have already kind of established a, a pretty good bond with so far? Just a couple are, you know, William Barnes, the lineman from Florida. He's one of them, and there's a, a guy I met a couple of weeks ago. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe it's Letty Brown. Okay, um, yep. And those are just a couple. You know, we've we've got a, some more, and I know that some of the defensive guys are on some, some defensive linemen, but, you know, we're just trying to create an all-around good class, you know, because that's what it's going to take to be something special. Well, hey, wanted to thank you again, Jace, for coming on, man. I appreciate you taking the time out of your day here. And I know I personally and probably a lot of Carolina fans are really looking forward to seeing what you can do when you get on campus and especially everything that you are able to accomplish during your time as a Tar Heel. Appreciate it, you guys. Thank you very much. All right, thanks, Jace. Thanks for listening to InsideCarolina.com, the independent voice of UNC sports. Your home for Tar Heel football, basketball, and recruiting.